0: Welcome back to the 41 North Podcast, Episode 2. You know, 41 North, right there after you hit 151. uh, Hit 151 up through Wapan, Beaver Dam, get up to about Fond du Lac, and you hit 41 North up to Lambeau. Or if you
1: take 26.
0: If you want to mess with Rosendale, that's up to you. So with that, Mario took that route this weekend. Went up to the C to check out the Packers preseason game number 2. Uh, we're gonna get our thoughts on uh, what we're seeing in preseason game number two, and we'll see. Uh, you know, we'll talk a little bit about the roster. Mario, what did you see at, uh, up there at Lambeau this weekend?
1: Um, well, at Lambeau this weekend, I saw a lot of pumped-up people ready for football season. Okay, uh, seventy thousand in there for a preseason football game on a hot Saturday afternoon at three o'clock. Um, it was about eighty-two degrees. It was a hot one out there. Um, But, I mean, it's still preseason. Um, I don't get too excited. I don't get too up. I don't get too down about preseason football. Um, I thought our third-string quarterback looked decent. Um, Made some good plays, uh, some good passes. Um, As far as the guard competition goes, um, I think Newman looked good um, out there. Um, They had Patrick at center.
0: Right off the bat, you think Benkert gets himself a spot on the roster, the final 53?
1: I mean, that's tough because, I mean, I know people that think that, you know, if we try to practice squat him, he's going to get picked up. Um, But I think there's a good chance that we try to practice squat him Um, just because um, it seems that we're pretty deep at receiver um, and we might need to uh, go pretty deep on that end. Um, So I don't know if we plan on keeping him or not. What are your thoughts?
0: I don't know. It depends on, you know, where they rate him and uh, how valuable that position is compared to some of these weapons we could keep because, you know, if we kept a seventh receiver, a fifth tight end, I mean, you could have an extra weapon out there. Or you try to, you know, keep ben Kurt and develop him for another year on the bench, kind of what, you know, do what Jordan Love did last year, which would probably help him a lot. You'd probably see a much improved player next year in the preseason. So, I mean, that's a tough decision there. I think there's going to be a few other tough decisions on the final 53. So, uh, yeah, we'll see more out of Benkert in the third preseason game. I'm hoping we see some more Jordan Love in the preseason game. It would be nice so. to get him the reps. Um, LaFleur talked about how important, you know, these reps are in the preseason, especially those that joint practice this last week. Sounds like LaFleur was happy with that. They was productive. Um, you know, sometimes, you know, they have seen a couple of the joint practices get canceled early because of fights or <laughs> stuff happens. Where the floor said, yeah, that one." theirs got testy, but they were able to get everything they needed to get done, so that's a good thing.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think it helps, too, with the relationships that the coaching staff has with one another. Um, with Matt's brother being the offensive coordinator um, and his best friend being the head coach, I think there's a lot more flexibility there um, with setting up the practices, making sure that um, they can give each other the right looks, things of that nature. Um, stuff that they're really trying to work on. Um, you know, they can, they can sure go ahead and ask my best friend and my brother to give the defense that look or the offense that look. Um, and from what Aaron said, um, it looked like Aaron was really worried about, um, that, that film getting out with some new looks, um, in the past that they were working on when they were working on red zone stuff with the joint practice with the Texans. He said the Texans were dropping eight and he says, nobody drops eight against me. Does that make them pay? Yeah. So
0: Aaron infam- infamously against the uh, joint practices a few years ago. Um, so I I think the joint practices this last week are actually the more important thing to look at in relation to how this regular season team is gonna look uh, as opposed to the preseason game. Um so you know that you've seen a lot of the, a lot of reports out of joint season practice you had a uh, really good showing out of Jair um looking good as he should. Um, you know, Rogers looked good.
1: Tanyan, they said he's catching everything around him. Uh, MVS looking great. I'm expecting huge things out of him. Um, Hope,
0: hopefully a jump from him, but then into the preseason game, you know, a few other players that look good that are going to get some reps this year. You know, during regular season that we're going to need to step up. Uh, Slayton continue to look good. Got another sack this weekend. Yeah, he's going to be he's going to be big for us in that rotation
1: up front because um, everybody knows you need depth up front. Um, It takes a wear and tear on those guys. So adding another big body down there and somebody that can really um, clog up some space, um, take up some bodies is is really important, I think, for our team. Um, I have a big prediction right here. Um, So, no, I will be playing this back when it happens, but MVS will have at least 900 yards receiving this year. He, the kid's going to mm-hmm. have a big year. He's going to be flying down the field. Um, it, it's Our offense is going to be a fucking problem.
0: How many 1,000-yard receivers do you see for the Packers this year? Um,
1: I see at least – well, I see Devontae <clears throat> getting about 1,200. Okay. Because um, I, I think he's unguardable. And then you add in MVS. I mean, I just think we have so many receivers. I think we're going to have 2,000-plus guys um, – Maybe, in the nine hundred range, you know one of the guys, um but I think we might have three guys with you know, five hundred six hundred seven hundred yards,
0: okay, uh yeah, I mean, back to the preseason game, I like to see uh I like what I seen out of Stokes um uh, mistake early came back and made up for it on a third third down so he got some more some more plays this preseason game, I think than the first one. Um, so it'll be good to see him in the third and get it you know, get his wheels under him before the regular season starts. I mean to me, uh the person
1: that looked the best yesterday in the preseason game was A. J. Dillon. Four carries, twenty eight yards. I mean the guy looks like a battering ram i mean he's gonna run people over he's gonna make them pay he's gonna wear them down and then we're i mean the the one two combo of him and aaron jones is gonna be fucking ridiculous okay (laughs) um and then you add in that rookie hill i mean you talk about a running back room that is just might be the most dynamic in the nfl if you ask me maybe a little biased (laughs) there but i don't see many running back rooms standing
0: up to that what about you Hill looked good. It makes you wonder if if we just keep three running backs. I I, I don't. I doubt that just because of how many injuries typically occur at that position. Um, so I'm kind of. Uh, I think Hill is a lock. He looks good. I'm, I'm anticipating possibly getting him some regular season carries if he keeps this momentum going. Um, I you know I'm looking for that to see if they're going to keep a fourth running back or not, and see which which guy can contribute to special teams. Um, and then also you know I like the running back room. And then the possibly the most interesting, you know, room in camp, the wide receiver room. I mean, they brought in another guy this week. Uh, I think that was just because uh, it could be a camp body. Uh,
1: well, see, the thing <laughs> is, is we had uh, like nobody playing at receiver. Uh, I I think we had seven, six, seven guys out. Yeah. EQ. I mean, I mean, we had to bring a
0: guy in, otherwise it was but just going to be the guy, of the guys playing. Rodgers out some. there. You've seen some good things out of the guys playing. Um Beggleton had some good catches. Um uh, Malik Taylor had some really good catches. Has been continuing to play good. Made the roster last year, played a little bit. Well he was well, back and forth from the practice squad, I believe, last year. But he I, played he played some during the end of the year when we got low on receivers. Um if he can continue, I w- you know, it's not outside of the realm possibility he can make this team.
1: Yeah, I mean I think I think there's a good chance he makes the squad. I think there's a good chance Dexter Williams makes the squad. I think, you know, I think he has promising in that uh, return. Um, I, I just think, I, I'm wondering where all these, these spots are going to come from.
0: Well, these are the guys we talk about, too, and it relates to our special teams, which has been, you know, it seems like we've always had, you know, good offense, up and down defense, and then special teams you can pretty much count on not being very good, not in the top half of the NFL for the Packers, so... Always, you know, winning despite our special teams. And it conti- looks like it's, that's going to continue to be the trend well, this see, season. And, the and, way the preseason and let's, is shaping let's be up.
1: careful. Let's let's be careful when we say special teams, Trevor. Because there are multiple phases to special teams. And I would say we have a pretty damn good field goal kicker.
0: Yeah, he's our one bright spot of special teams. I'll give you that.
1: So, I mean, yeah, but, the, but I agree with you as far as the return. Co- coverage the re- teams, yeah, return and returns. Yeah, it's not looking good for us. Um, but I will say that you know, I'm I'm wondering, you know, what's going on with J.K. Scott?
0: I I mean, you put up a 21 yard punt in the preseason. That's uh, that's rough. I mean, you you start taking a look at what this other the other punter in camp can bring to you. I mean, it's got to be more than 21 yards. So so
1: Pat was saying Pat McAfee, who was a punter in the NFL, he was saying that he thinks the reason sometimes that uh, JK struggles is because he uses just his leg to kick. He doesn't use his whole body. Pat said that he used his whole body to kind of get into the kick, to get all that momentum and get, you know, a lot of oomph into it, I guess you could
0: say. Um, so I, I I don't know enough about punting to really comment on that, but I, no, there's some of these other punters that kind of just got these big long legs that just basically use that big leg for leverage where they don't need to. They kind of stay on their foot. They don't, you know, take off with their body. You know what I mean? Well, so that's not, that's not what punters. the
1: ex NFLer said. The ex-NFL I mean, NFL like I said, I'm not. That's he his said, opinion. He said, mean, that some of these he said that most of the guys that are, are kicking good all year are using their whole body to get behind it. And that the guys that struggle late in the year are the guys that are just using their legs.
0: Well, whatever it is, I hope J.K. Scott can figure it out. And I mean, he looks really good sometimes, and he looks really bad sometimes. Well, that's the one thing you can't have with a punter. I'd rather have a guy that's consistently okay I mean, I mean, than a guy that shanks one every once in a while. But
1: like honest. I told like I told uh, my grandpa yesterday at the game, I don't see this fucking team punting. So I don't think I really give a fuck who the punter is <laughs> because I see us scoring touchdowns and field goals. So, be, so, so
0: such a it's gonna be such a minuscule position on the roster this year. Like, who, who really cares? Yeah, I mean, there might we, we get just stalled need, and like outside the red, right, You know, it'd be fun to pin somebody on the one once in a while. But that's about it, you know.
1: Yeah, I just don't see that happening a lot. I see our offense, you know, either kicking field goals and making points or touchdowns. I mean, I think this is the most dynamic offense that we've had since I've been alive. <laughs> so, I mean.
0: I think it looks right up there with, you know, the Super Bowl teams and those teams in 2014, 2011 when we had strong offenses.
1: And another reason why I don't think we, we're going to really need punters too is because our defense is going to be just giving us great right field
0: position. I mean, hopefully. hopefully, I mean, yeah. see what we see out of Barry. Um, you I know, like his energy.
1: I like his energy. What do you think about Barry? Because I really like his
0: energy. Um, I don't know enough about, uh, yeah, you're hearing good things, you know, the players you can love pump, them. Yeah. If you can pump up the guys, you know, that's a big part of it. You know, if the players relate to you and they see, they feed off your energy, but as far as his scheme and what his like signature and what his, you know, tendencies are going to be, it's going to be interesting to see what, you know, what he likes to do on the, like what kind of pressure he brings in those third and longs or if he plays, you know, cause we got some good man to man corners on our team. If he's gonna come out here and play a lot of a lot of zone with our good man to man guys, you know, we'll see what we what he brings. I I believe our last couple special teams I mean, was not a fan of Capers, liked petting a little bit better. I was, hopefully I, if this is still an improvement, that's that, I mean he's got a lot to work with.
1: I mean, I will say, you know, a lot of people did hate on Capers, but he did win a Super Bowl. Okay, as a defensive coordinator for the Green Bay Packers. Um he did have some teams that had the most turnovers in the league.
0: Out of Capers and Pettin, I would argue that Barry coming into this position, almost like LeFleur coming into a good roster, Barry coming into this roster has a leg up on a lot of like defensive coordinators. I mean, he's got a oh, lot of tools. Yeah. to work yeah, with.
1: Oh, he's got talent on uh, everywhere on that defense. I mean, and with you know, I mean, having a super lockdown Island Jair corner is just something that goes very. Um, under the radar because I mean it shuts down half of the field so uh, allows, drawing, allows you
0: to do a lot more things yeah
1: when you when you can just uh, sit that guy on that island it opens up a lot of different blitz packages and stuff uh, Trevor did you uh, happen to hear what uh, Matt Lafleur said yesterday in regards to the Lambeau crowd
0: okay now bringing this up I've been talking about this for years and it finally seems like the Packers have started to pick up on this in the last few years because not gonna lie Lambeau has been outdated for a while in a lot of their the things they do in their trend traditions not changing any of the traditions but some of the stuff they needed to uh the music the the way the crowd interacts with the game been talking about this for years you get a lot of a lot of old timers in there you know sit down uh and, you out. know third downs we're not we're not on our feet we're not screaming our heads off so we've been, i've been talking about this for a couple of years the floor and a few and rogers has brought it up a couple times in the last few years as well but now the floor came out right o- right out and said it this year which is let's hear great. what he
1: said troy why don't you bring that in let's hear what matt had to say
0: yeah we're gonna have uh, some talks with some people
1: in our building about how we can help Educate our our fans in certain situations But I love our fans first and foremost Uh, I think we have the best fans in the National Football League The support they show is When we're home When we're on the road is second to none So I always want to start out with that Before I become become critical of of them But uh, certainly, you know When you're on offense And it's a third down situation I'd rather not hear the go pack go chant And uh when we're on offense, I'd rather not see the wave. I'd rather see that when we're on defense. But no, we we listen. We love our fans, um, but we definitely will try to get some more instruction coming from. Hopefully, from some of our players will volunteer to go up on the big board and and uh, give instructions. Yeah, I mean, I think Matt hit it on the head right there, Trevor. Um, I agree with him on every aspect of that um i don't i don't want to see the wave on offense i pretty much don't want to see the wave at all but i'll take it on defense though i guess if that does something i don't think it really accomplishes anything but i don't need a go pack go chant on third down when the packers have the ball
0: well last year they did have players on the 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 base screen telling people when to get loud when to quiet down and stuff and it did help a lot of teams i've seen are doing this around the league Um, Rodgers telling the fans to quiet down once in a while will help, but we should already know what's going on and and be so much into the game than when to affect it and not because uh, you know, like you're not, you know, crowds do affect these games. Uh, You know, teams do use it to their advantage, and for the Packer fans to get smarter out there, it it needs to happen. I'll I'll give it. You know, just like the team, it's a preseason game. It's also a preseason game for the crowd. So, hopefully, with these kind of comments coming from the Packers, Rodgers will probably come out and say something, I'm assuming, as well, um, before the year starts. Hopefully, with those things, the Packer fans will adjust and, uh, you know, it could be louder at the right key times this year, quieter at the key times, I'm I, you know, whatever it is, whatever, for the for the wave. Uh, yeah, don't do it on offense. It tends to get a little louder for the wave.
1: Well, yeah, because everybody's, oh! So, yeah, I mean, I get it's it. Not,
0: I... It's not like camp randall where the students are controlling it and you know when it goes on and how it happens
1: i don't even know how it happened it just happened <laughs> so. but, but i mean i i'm i'm with matt i mean i want i want to be able to hear a pin drop when the packers are, are on third down third and six when well, we're on offense period like unless we make the third down yeah get loud then and but, then
0: a consistent loud on defense, but then going completely bonkers on every third down has got to be the minimum.
1: I agree. I mean, because we already don't have, I mean, we play in an outside stadium, so that already takes some of the noise away. Where, like, yeah, I, you know, you get inside, them, some of those places I mean, I, rock.
0: I try to do my part. I can only do so much, people. I know. I, I can I, only cheer so loud the entire game to make up for, you know, the fuddy-duddies that... I've been coming to Lambeau since 1982, and you know we've had some good years and bad years. <laughs> you yeah. know these people sit there and get mad at everybody for going crazy, and get mad about people drinking like you're at a Packer game. This is this is this is what we're here for.
1: Yeah, I mean if you're not, I mean just give up your tickets. I mean there's a waiting list. People have been waiting a long time to get in there. If you're just gonna be like, it, it's probably best you just watch the game on TV, because I mean. It, and all reality has better view. You no no bathroom breaks, beer or whatever you choose to drink and it's eat way cheaper. cheaper. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? So just take your quiet self down to your basement and be quiet down there and watch it down there. Give the tickets to these young up and coming people that one know when to cheer, when not to cheer, and then also are gonna be loud on third down. Not just so- sit there and yell at you for standing up.
0: So we we're not obligated like the head coach to say like oh you know we love Packer fans are the best in the world oh we got the greatest fans of all time, uh, we're with the fans we hear the people. <laughs> Sometimes my opinion may differ on that. We don't have to say that. So you you will find that the Forty One North podcast will be critical of bad Packer fans and Packer takes out there. Yeah, 100%. and we'll take a stand against you know some of the all craziness. The you see. Yeah, yeah, all the the all foolishness. The,
1: all the foolishness. We're we're gonna call out. I mean, some of these Packer fans, you know, they just—they're ridiculous. Um, I mean, you know, part of it is they're ESPN's puppet. These fans, you know what I mean? Like they—they they just follow the 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 narrative of the of the big juggernauts that want to push stories to get them, you know, in the news. But I I think Packer fans definitely got to be smarter. Um, one thing I will say that I saw yesterday at the game was a lot of the new uniforms. I'm a big fan. I like new uniforms. I want a new uniform every year. I damn near... I'm I'm like a Oregon-type guy. <laughs> no. I want a new jersey no. every game. No. I, I don't care about you, this old tradition no. stuff. Because if you're bringing out throwback jerseys, that is your tradition.
0: Okay, and I'm fine with that once a year. We can bring No, I need it jersey. every
1: other game. Um, once
0: a year. I'm okay. The You don't mess with the... Best or, I or mean, well, they said that they, said that they said that they said that in it's 1950.
1: I, the 1950 it, fans said that about this jersey. They said, "Trevor, you don't mess with tradition. That's you fine. don't bring were, out the 50 jersey. You were, don't change it. They, Why would changed,
0: you change it? We change colors. We change uniforms all kinds of times. But since like the 70s or 60s, we've had the same color uniform, no, no, the same basically the same color.
1: It's the same because color. It's, it's, so it's yellow, iconic,
0: and it's because it's one of the best uniforms in all of professional sports. You don't,
1: in your opinion." So you
0: in my opinion, you don't. Me- I, in my opinion, you don't mess with it. You, in my opinion, I, I'm okay with the yes, same you can color bring back ways. an alternate jersey once in a, once in a while, and I like it when they do bring it out. That I, you know, I like the new ones. It was, it's, you know, it's growing on me. Um, you know, so when they do come all one you like to see it be pretty cool. But other than that, like you know, maybe once a year we can do that but yeah, not, I, not consistently not... I
1: think that's a horrible take, Trevor. <laughs> uh, I mean <laughs> that's fine. The, the the young people wanna see different jerseys. They wanna buy different jerseys, they wanna have different jerseys hanging in their closet that the players are gonna wear. They don't I mean, you buy one jersey, I mean it's the same shit every year. Yep. I don't like it. I don't like it. Okay. I well, like I like yeah. The innovative jerseys, I like the new color waves, I like all that stuff, I mean... Uh-uh, oh, green and gold, baby, that... Yeah. Kind of, yep. I mean, you can turn green and gold a lot of different ways. I'm you. You can have green helmets, all that stuff. White helmets, I'm with I'm all o- that stuff. I'm okay
0: with what we did, anything more is just trying too hard. We got, we got something too good to do anything more than what they're doing now. That I like you what they think did. is too
1: good, because there's a lot of people yeah. that don't like it.
0: Oh, that, that's fine, you know... They can think that.
1: Right? I, I yeah. mean, I just think I think you you gotta. I mean, I just don't think it's so iconic. I mean, it's green and yellow. I mean, it's, it's all right. I like it with the G's on the side. I like a like a nice little G on the where the stripe is, maybe. Packers um, are known.
0: How many major other like major professional sports franchises are green and gold and known like the Packers? There's no other. I mean, like, green and I, gold I don't think like I
1: don't the think they're known because of their colors.
0: Mm. I think they're known so because uniform, of their success on the that field. Uniform, it pops. Packers, it works. In uh, your out. opinion? Yep. In my opinion, yep. That's yeah. what this is about.
1: Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I like it. I want different jerseys. Point blank. Period. And I think the fans are showing that because yeah, I mean, I know, saw so many new jerseys
0: or whatever if you want. But as far as you know, we're on the field. Like people come know what to expect.
1: The jerseys really don't change nothing. So I don't know. I mean, you sound yeah, like my eighty-five-year-old grandpa. That doesn't want to change anything from 1960.
0: I don't, I don't take that want to as keep. a as a disrespect.
1: I take that as a compliment. Because I mean, they, that's how Badger fans are too. Oh, their jerseys shout out are to so Grandpa. good. Like, I, shout out,
0: Grandpa. I, I think that is. It.
1: I, I I want the Badgers to have new jerseys. I mean, I'm I'm a jersey guy. I want to have every jersey and buy every jersey. I already bought the new one. It's on its way. Devontae Adams. They only had two of the ones with the stitched, and <laughs> it's the two players that might not be here next year.
0: Yeah, and I, I'm not going to argue that it's not going to make the Packers some money off of it and sell a bunch of new jerseys and every year. Like I don't mind you know, the, when we also do the color rush every year. The all-whites are kind of cool. Are we doing that again?
1: Is that like a Thursday night thing still? Are they still doing that?
0: I don't know about that.
1: Because I, I want to see that too. I like the all-white. You like the all-white?
0: I don't mind the all white. I went. to a couple of games against the Bears in the all white on Thursday nights that we had with big wins in, and so I, I'm kind of partial to them. I had seen Devonte destroy the Bears. I forget how many like 17 catches against the Bears one night in the all whites. I like.
1: So. I mean, I like. I, I like different stuff. I. I mean, I would like a yellow jersey. I love yellow jerseys. I mean, part of that is because my high school, you know, uh, if they wore could, yellow. I would love yellow.
0: If they could do something like they did with those green ones this year, next year for a yellow jersey, I wouldn't I wouldn't mind that. Yeah. I'm. And then they got the green one out there from this last year, and then they'll have the yellow one next year, and people just keep buying both of them.
1: Yeah. I love it. I love it. Give me all the jerseys. I'm, I'm with it. Give me some new helmets. I'm with all that shit. New face masks. I, I would like all that shit. That's the one thing I liked about the Badgers coach Anderson. One thing is, he changed, he brought in some different helmets and shit.
0: The red helmets. <laughs> I haven't heard much uh, good things about him around here for a while.
1: Yeah, that's the only thing I liked you about Jordan him. Jordan
0: Loves Coach. Senior year. Yeah, he was
1: Jordan Loves Coach his senior year. Yep. So it's like kind of tied into Wisconsin. Yeah. So,
0: so, yeah, so, so we can't slander him too much.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's kind of like, you know. I mean, he did kind of try to fuck the Badger program, but.
0: How many tight ends do you see us keeping? What do you think? This is uh, we we were having this conversation earlier. What do you think about Sternberger? Had a drop in this last preseason game. I mean, at, well, players uh, are
1: going to have drops. Let's not make it like everybody's. Well, just I'm just I'm everything. just stating what
0: happened. He had a drop. He had a couple other catches, or maybe one. He touchdown. had a couple other catches and another touch, another touchdown, second touchdown of the preseason. I mean, do you? He's. We don't have to count him to the beginning of the year. But we, we outside of him, you know, with Mercedes is on the team. Tanyan's gonna be, you know, looking good this year. Should be dominant tight end. Uh, who I mean, you got the young guys. You got the Daphne, and then I like I like what I seen out of Aguara a little bit. He played last year, and I think he's gonna have a more significant role than people think this year, and could be used out of the backfield as well, and we'll be playing tight end. That little uh, wheel route he likes to run, I think, could be dangerous as always. Um, so I like what I see on him. So I mean, how many tight ends realistically do we keep? And I say we're
1: keeping three to start uh, because we don't have to keep uh, Sternberger because he's uh, suspended the first two games. So
0: only the three we're talking about, and Daphne, and then like they also talked about that young guy. Rogers said some good things yeah, about. Yeah, he's,
1: he's going to Buffalo. <laughs> he's out of here. Uh, he's gone. I can. I promise you that he's uh, he's out of here. Um,
0: and <laughs> I mean, but. Eventually, I mean, they pointed out yesterday in the pregame. Eventually, you're going to have to replace Mercedes. Who knows when? But that another six-six-two seventy blocking tight end that could, you know, develop that can catch. You know, I mean, that's, yeah, he's
1: going to do good on the practice squad. I see big things on him in the practice squad this
0: year. All right, yeah. I mean, yeah, it's a stretch for him to make the team. Um, so, I mean, yeah.
1: I just think we're so loaded at other positions that like we can't keep five tight ends. Six tight ends. We can't. We don't have that luxury.
0: All right. Uh, things I want to see out of the last preseason game. I'd like to see Love back in there. I want to see if Benkert has another strong performance. Um, if you if he almost forces the Packers to keep him on the team.
1: I mean, the thing that was the most impressive about Benkert is that he was basically competing against a lot of ones for the jets i mean i know the jets aren't supposed to be the strongest team this year but they're still ones in the nfl and he was doing good but yeah i need to see more jordan love Uh, let me see some more hill at running back
0: hopefully Um, see these guys against a little increased competition with the buffalo bills looking pretty good against the the bears
1: well i don't think the bears (laughs) are going to be any good anyways but yeah i mean they have trubisky um, at quarterback, because we're gonna see a lot of time. So I mean, I mean, he was a one for many years in 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 Chicago. I mean, so
0: I don't know if you need us anything more out of AJ Dillon, but if they gave him another four carries, Dillon out there gaming playing football. Well, see, my good. only
1: my only thing with the Bills is, um, I don't know how many like starters they're gonna play um, on their team. I I I mean. I do see, you know, obviously Mitch playing. Well, um, um, but
0: you say that, I, I, yeah. Now that you say that, I doubt the Packers are gonna have playing anybody of significance. In well, the, in I'm talking game. about even the Bills too. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. I mean, the but Bills are game, the game before the opening. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, no, we're not, not going to see much next week at all then. Well, <laughs> um, yeah. So we're basically on to the regular season. Um, we'll wrap this up and talk about uh, something that. Old I- Green Bay Idol, Brett Favre, came out and said recently about possibly waiting for kids to, uh, you know, start tackle football not until high school. Uh, youth sports, um, he came out and basically said that with, you know, the brain injuries and stuff that goes on, that's what he would have done and what he would tell his, if uh, he would have told his um, kid self if he could have went back. Uh now, I tend to agree with them on this that I it's it's getting a lot of control when you got you know second graders out there playing tackle I would agree with that um, so I, I tend to agree that wait until high school or at least waiting till your kid is physically able like where you are confident like he's strong enough to go out there and has you know developed enough to go out there and safely because there's kids out there that you know they, there's a lot of studies now with the the neck muscles not being developed and be able to hold the heads and they're you got these kids with ill-fitting helmets and floppy heads out there whacking heads and they're finding out how bad it is for people um so i think it is not bad advice and you know we should wait longer i would be i would support waiting you know till middle school or later for tackle football what do you think mario
1: yeah i'm i i disagree with the high school part um i i definitely agree with you when it comes to like second graders and stuff like that like if age of five and six,
0: and, and we both got experience coaching you football, 100%. and we have both been there where, you know, you're back in fourth grade, and there's one kid that's starting to hit puberty, and he's just running over everybody, <laughs> and you got kids that have no, hey, hey, little Johnny, let's go out and play football, and he has no be nothing athletically, and doesn't want to be out there against you know, little Rex that's been training for three years to get out there and play fourth grade football. Um, so you can see that where, where the safety can be an issue. And
1: I, and I definitely agree with you in that, in that regards. Um, I just think high school is a little bit too late. Um, I mean, if you follow soccer and the heading the ball, um, they start, uh, at 12, um, hockey, uh, starts at 12 with checking. Um, that's, that's seventh grade um so I, I think seventh eighth grade is a good time to probably start tackle football um but yeah i I mean I don't see any reason for a five year old to be playing tackle football so on at seven all on seven?
0: yeah this yeah the seven on seven like even i mean most the the way the NFL prepares, and a lot of these other, te- you know, there's a lot of seven and sevens, a big part of football now. And to play, you know, flag or seven and seven up until, you know, later ages, I don't think is much. There's much detriment to that, and that could actually help if if it could help kids down the line, or you know, to become adults and avoid traumatic brain injuries. Yeah. I, I'm. So, I mean, I'm
1: I'm I'm all for you know playing flag up until seventh eighth grade. Um, I I mean I personally think a lot of. You know the big hits um are are coming at the NF, at the n f l stage um but yeah i I don't disagree that the well, you, can go out you know and see a couple the, monster hits on any given Friday night yeah in high school too, but yeah, you're fine with that already being played yeah at high school level, so you know I'm just saying that you know football is a physical game um it, it's gonna there's gonna be hits um i mean I played hockey. And I got my bell rung a lot of times. A lot of concussions. Um, I think I have we about... Can,
0: we can tell. <laughs> I think I
1: got like five confirmed concussions in my days. So, um,
0: I mean... Why do I good for you to retire?
1: <laughs> I mean, I basically did after high school. <laughs> you know, my knees got bad. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, but, yeah. Um, I mean, I, I, I get his point. Um, I just... I'm more
0: around the 7th, 8th grade level. Okay. Yeah, I just want to get your thoughts on, you know, Brett Favre. Usually, nowadays, when he opens his mouth, it's usually not a, a good thing. So, I, I don't disagree with him on this one. I think he's got a good take on that, actually. Um, so, with that, you know, we'll uh, wrap this up. We'll be back next week with a new episode. You know, looking forward to the Packers' upcoming season and this run for a boat uh we'll get this ship this year and we'll uh take you all the way through it and uh get to ex- enjoy the experience with us
1: for sure um you know uh next time we'll talk hopefully we'll have the 53 man roster done so we can kind of you know look back on kind of what we thought and what actually happened um uh, because I think um you'll find out along this pod that man it's in good we trust so I'm going with Whatever fifty three man him and Matt feel like is the best. I mean, I feel like that's the best.
0: I mean, hopefully we get a sign off from assistant GM Aaron Rodgers, but we'll find out about that and how much <laughs> say you know, the new GM actually has with the uh, the current GM.
1: I mean I have seen pictures <laughs> floating around of uh Gooden Aaron meeting once a week on the practice field by themselves. So I'm that's sure kinda- Aaron's got his touch on it. Um but, yeah, hopefully it doesn't throw a fit. If, well, that,
0: uh, that's got to be positive. <laughs> so,
1: All right, all right well, guys. S- thank you. Next week.